All right, Bogies and Beer, episode eight. I'm Ev, hosting this show presented by Ride the Wave Media, ridethewavemedia.com. Check us out, growing each and every day. Shitload of stuff going on lately with the site, especially on the main media page. Um, but golf, a lot going on in golf too. Now it's not a major. No majors uh, for the next couple weeks, so not much golf coverage going on. However, what have I talked about prior to? In articles, if you've been following along or anything like that, you know that I am a massive, massive, and I don't know if I can say massive enough. I might just have to edit this podcast and make massive on a loop for a million times because I'm a massive Patrick Cantlay guy. I've been telling you guys, I've been telling you guys, you got to bet him, you got to bet him, you got to keep taking him. This guy is ready for a breakout year. Um... He's only 27 years old, which is rather young for rather young for a golfer. So don't even think, oh, he's 27. That's really old for a basketball player or a football player or anything like that. No, 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 no. 27, perfect age for a golfer. Um, think of a guy like Ricky Fowler, who's older than that, maybe 29 right now, who you think of as a young guy. So golf is not the same thing. We know that. I don't need to get into that. I don't need to focus on that. But all I'm focusing on is, and I'm going to flash it back. I'm pulling up the article right now. And it was titled, it's on RideTheWaveMedia.com in the golf section if you do want to check it out. And I wrote this back in, I want to say two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Um, see if I can find a date here. All right, not sure on a date. Who cares? It was right after the PGA Championship, so I'm going to say two weeks ago. And it's very it's, it's a quick article, so I'm going to read it for you. It's, it's a blog, not really an article. I said, hopefully you've been listening to the podcast because Patrick Cantley continues to win us money. And guess what? Patrick Cantlay. Now, I'm going to be upfront and honest. I didn't take him. I did not take him at the memorial. I, you know, that's I'm not interested enough to, uh, to, to put extra money on that. That's more of a casual watch a golf tournament for me. I do watch almost every single golf tournament on the weekends. Um, but it's more of, I don't even want to say watch. Like, I'm not intently watching. I'm just keeping up with it, right? Like, I knew Patrick Cantlay, Adam Scott, and Martin Keimer was making a leap. I knew these guys were up there. Um, and I'm watching it, you know, in the uh, in the afternoon, stuff like that, prior to whatever I'm doing that day. But this, that tournament, though I didn't have money on it, he didn't make us money, he didn't make me money this past tournament. He sure as hell is going above and beyond and showing that he has done it. So let me read this uh, blog really quickly. It's only, it's really, really short. Here we go. I have done five episodes of Bogies and Beer thus far. Two of those episodes were major tournament previews and picks, in which I should have helped you make some money in both. Versus the Masters, I gave you the pick of Patrick Cantlay. Guess what? Boom, it hit. Top 10 finish at the Masters, and we cashed. Now, the PGA Championship rolled around. One of my five sleeper picks, three of them made you some moolah. Patrick Cantlay, Adam Scott, both finished top 10, and Xander Schauffele finished top 20. So, I think it's time you start following me on this podcast. It may be a great investment, and this is the line I really want to focus on. I will continue to ride Patrick Cantlay, no homophobia, until further notice. There's no reason to back off now. And what did he do? Two weeks later, he goes out and wins. He goes out and wins. He beats out names like Adam Scott and Martin Keimer. Adam Scott is another guy I'm very, very high on lately. Now that he's figured out a little bit of his putting, boy, oh boy, is that guy back. So keep those two names in mind. But most importantly, Patrick Cantlay. Don't forget about Patrick Cantlay when you're when you're thinking about these... Uh, these upcoming picks and stuff like that. And I'm sure, I'm sure when I do my uh, preview articles, Patrick Cantley is not going to be left off the list. He sure as hell will not be left off the list. Um, he hasn't yet, and I don't think he will be. Why Why would he, right? Um, so, yeah, all in all, 
We have, I think, I want to say a week and a half. I'm recording this on a Tuesday, so about two weeks until the U.S. Open. Patrick Cantlay, guess what, man? He might be my number one pick again. Um, and I'm definitely, and I'm calling it now. I might ruin the preview, but he is going to be my best. You know, he's going to be my ride or die. Because even if he doesn't cash us in the U.S. Open, he's already positive for us this year, right? So, like, even if at, even if the X amount, I put on Patrick Cantlay doesn't cash. Guess what? He's already made that for us. He's already made his his uh, value this season so far. So I'm fine with that. But there's no reason not to take him. That's really where I'm focusing on this. You know, it's not like I feel strongly like, oh, he's going to win the U.S. Open. I don't know. I just think he's playing good golf now, and there's no reason not to pick him. Similar to Brooks Kepka. Like, are we going to say no to Brooks Kepka? Like, no, we're not going to take Brooks Kepka. Why? Nothing's telling you not to. So we'll see. And again, I don't give out, you know, hammer home picks like that. I like to do sleeper picks. That you guys can take top 20s and not have to risk too much on. And so far, so good. I've been a profit. So you're welcome for that. But um, I did just want to start this podcast talking about how Patrick Cantlay is. I mean, I liked him last year. Um, if you read any of my golf articles, which I've now transitioned to Ride the Wave Media doing golf. But any of my golf articles on my own website, GuyBostonSports.com, you know that I've liked Patrick Cantlay for a while He's finally starting to uh, to be that dark horse coming out on top, and he showed that last week. So, first first few minutes of this podcast, completely dedicated to Patrick Cantlay, and honestly, I'm just like pleading, like, get on the Patrick Cantlay train. Is it because he's not a flashy player? He's not like this stud like Brooks Kepka. You don't like to root for him? I don't know. I don't know, but I don't see why there's not a lot of Patrick Cantlay hype going on. Patty Boy, if you're listening to this, you got to come on the podcast. Talk some golf with me. Talk some beers with me. Talk about how you win, because you're a beast, man. Now, in other news, I do want to talk about one thing, and this this can be a quick talk. I might go on rant about it, but I don't like it. So I've told you before, I'm a seven handicap, right? I'm a seven handicap. I've been posting pretty good scores, playing at some tough courses, uh, breaking 80, so, you know, 79 or lower. And all of a sudden, I look at my handicap. It comes out in June, and I'm thinking to myself, all right, what is it? It's going to stay seven. Like, I've been seven for a year now. And all of a sudden, I look at it, and it says 6M. And I'm thinking, I was like, what? 6M? What does that mean? So I had to look it up, and it means that the handicap com- or handicap uh, board or something, whatever the heck, the handicap cabinet, uh, they just decided to, It's the M is for manipulating the handicap. They think that the 7 wasn't doing me justice, and, and it wasn't fair, so they decided to knock me down one stroke. They manipulated it so that, because um, I've been, they, they doesn't make sense to me, but apparently my scores on the courses that I've been playing on a slope, and this is the first time, like I said, this is not a uh, buttoned-up, snooty-snooty golf podcast, so yeah, sorry if you're a big golf fan listening to this, and you're like, dude, I know what M means for a handicap. I didn't. On my handicap card, it literally was 6M, and I was like, I'm pretty sure I should be a 7. And I looked at it, and I looked it up, and it's like they manipulate it. They can do it up to three strokes or something like that, and sorry if I'm all over the place here, but what it means is that they think I'm playing lower than my handicap indicated at seven. And I'm thinking to myself, I don't know if that's true. So now I got to play at a six, which is BS. Cause I think that's, I don't think that's fair whatsoever. I'm shooting around say average of 79 right now, you know, 78, 79, 80, right around there. In my mind, that's a seven, especially cause I'm not doing it at, you know, Augusta national courses. I'm doing it at uh, normal courses around the area here, um, North of Boston, so I'm kind of confused. I don't know how to contact the handicap committee or bureau cabinet, whatever it is. I don't really know if that's if it's necessary. Um, obviously, the handicap ebbs and flows and, and it balances itself out. So I'm sure I'll be back to a seven or maybe this is going to push me to be a, a six now. But I just don't like that they took it into their own hands. But I will say kind of makes sense. It, it That's preventing the guy that 
goes out, plays with, you know, the son or, or his wife or, or anything, goes out, plays with his buddies, hacks around, and shoots something way higher than what he normally scores. So then he has, then he uh, posts that, and then his handicap rises, but they can kind of see that, you know what I mean? Like, oh, that's an outstanding score, it's not going to count, anything like that. Um, and I was also doing more research, and this one makes sense. There's a, there's a uh, it, say I was a 6R or something, I think it means regulated. I could be wrong about this R. I know there's a bunch of different acronyms, um, letters afterwards. But so this one, and if it's not the R, then I apologize, but I think it's the R. It's one that it's it's like if you play really well in tournaments, they're going to change your handicap because, again, if a guy's going out there and, and hacking around just to raise the handicap and then he goes and posts a 72 in a tournament, they're like, yeah, something's not right. So I'm glad they have that sort of regulation. I'm very glad they have that, that sort of regulation. But come on, man. You're going to you're gonna knock me down? You're going to knock me down as a as a... Seven to a six, just because you think I'm playing better, I, I that's gonna kill me in any tournaments. It is. You're gonna you get below that. You get below seven, and it's a big deal. Every single every single stroke off your handicap once you get below a ten, in my mind, is very 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 drastic. You can go from a twenty to a fifteen, a fifteen to a ten, like that, like that. You really can. But the minute you start dropping, you know, whole strokes from. I'd say nine, seven, eight. It wor- I worked my ass off to go from nine to eight and then eight to seven. Took me way longer than it was to go from, you know, 20 to 15 or 15 to 10. Seriously. So it, it's, it's, I don't know, I'm probably ranting here. You guys probably don't care or haven't experienced this. Or maybe you don't even keep a handicap. But I don't know. I, I think there's something a little fishy. I think ever since I started this podcast, they know I'm more of a laid back golf podcaster, not really talking about the uh, nuts and bolts of the sport. I think the, uh, the the Mass Golf Association is coming for me. I do. I think they're like, all right, we got to find that Evan. We got to make his handicap lower so he gets beaten tournaments. And so when he pays that money to enter tournaments, he just gets killed. So, yeah, I'm not exactly the biggest fan of that. I know it was a rant. I guess, you know, it's a personal thing you guys might not care about. But I hopefully you can relate to that because picture this. Say you're a mid-handicap. Say you're like a, say you're like a 15 handicap. Right, I'll put it like this: Say you're 15 handicap, and all of a sudden, and I'm and I'm thinking this is the same sort of you know relativity. You're 15 handicap, and then all of a sudden you look at your handicap and it says 10 manipulated, and you're like, what the heck? I play in, in tournaments at like a 15, and all of a sudden I'm now playing to a 10. That doesn't make sense. That's five strokes. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty similar to me. It is. It is that one stroke can hurt me, and and again. Again, I'm I'm overreacting. I understand that. I understand it, but I don't know. I think it has something to do with this podcast. Um, but either way, yeah, update, life update on me. I'm a 6M now, and I don't like the one. It almost looks like a fake handicap, like manipulated. That sounds bad. It's almost It should be flattering, though, but I'm mad about it. You know what I mean? Like, it should be. Oh, geez. The handicap um, committee thinks I'm better than I am, huh? No big deal. Hey, hey, what's up, baby girl? You see this? Yeah, I'm good. But, um... It just isn't like that. That's not how it. Uh, that's not how it works in my mind because now I'm thinking about my handicap's a legit handicap. I think I play perfectly to a seven. Not so much a six. And yeah, you guys, if you don't understand this, you're thinking, okay, it's just one stroke. It doesn't matter that much. It does to me. It does to me. Let me know. Let me know on uh, Instagram at Ride the Wave Golf if you've ever had something like this happen. Because again, I didn't even know about it. And yes, I've kept a handicap for probably six years. I've never even. I did not know this type of thing could happen. I really didn't. And just to conclude the podcast, I do want to just talk about, I guess, plans for Ride the Wave Golf, what we are planning to do, whether or not they they happen quickly, whether or not anything like that. I do 
want to get more video footage for you guys and, and talk more about just my golf game, you know, obviously inspired by the fact that I just talked about my handicap for X amount of minutes. But I do want to talk about just the golf game in general, because I think golf's a great sport that people can can relate to you just by you talking about your own game, right? Like I uh I got a a message, um, well actually just a comment on one of my posts talking about how last week or a couple weeks ago and I just talked about how yeah have fun again it's supposed to be a fun game some responded saying yeah I did the same thing now I don't know if they listened to the episode but the title of the podcast spoke for itself and they said they did the same thing a couple months back and it worked so there's a perfect example of yeah I just talked about me I talked about Ev I did my own thing and then all of a sudden it got through to someone I hope hopefully you listen to the podcast man but um one big thing I really want to get going is, and this isn't really, it doesn't have to do with getting better, but I want to get some video content out there for you guys, um, whether it's Instagram videos, whether it's YouTube videos, whether it's just videos in the post on Ride the Wave Media. Um, but again, and, and I know, you know, I know the uh, the higher up guys there are definitely on my side and really want that. They're trying to strive and push for that too for me. Um, but it's not, it's not, a, it's it's nothing I want to rush into. All right. So if you're listening to this and you're like, I want that, I want that video content. I want to see you play golf. Well, me too, but I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it and uh, not be good at it. You know what I mean? So I'm going to do some test videos here and there, things that you guys might not ever see. Maybe if we get big, maybe if we grow, we'll release some of the, uh, you know, the early on footage. But it's also tough. You got to remember, I take golf seriously. Yes, I can have some fun, but I take golf seriously. It's very, it's a very big difference for me to all of a sudden pull out a camera, pull out a phone, and and record a golf round. You know what I mean? So. So bear with me on this, guys. We are going to get video content soon. It might start as some just brief Instagram videos of me striping them, putting, putting, uh, sticking them to the pin, bombing them off the tee, you know, big putts, stuff like that. It, we might. No, we will, but we might do it soon. Does that make sense? It's going to be this golf season. I'm going to get video content. I'm going to get more content um, for you guys out there. But, yeah. I just want to talk about the future of this podcast, the future of Ride the Wave Golf. Um, we are one and the same here, Bogies and Beer, presented by Ride the Wave Media. But um, I would definitely also love to just hear some suggestions. What do you guys think would be cool? Because obviously that video content is, it's nothing original. It's just something we want to see. People can go on YouTube and watch people play golf. Weirdly enough, I do it too, so I'm not shitting on you. I could watch someone else play golf, and it gets me some sort of satisfaction. I don't know why. It's probably why some of you guys watch other people play video games. Like, I, that doesn't get me, but it clearly does for some people. So I must have the same thing for golf. But that's something I really, really, really want to get going. Um, and it's going to start It's gonna start on the Instagram page rather than a full you know, 20, 15-minute video on YouTube because that's not... I don't know. Am I man enough to say I'm just not ready for that yet? I, I'm going to be ready, but I gotta, I gotta get back in a better habit of, or just develop the habit of being able to record while playing golf. You know, I play in a league that I have to put the phone away, put electronics away because we can't have any sort of GPS or anything on us. So that's tough. There's one night that I'm. It's gonna be tough to get some clips. Never mind a whole golf vlog. But we're going to do it. We're gonna do it. So I want you guys to DM me. I want you to message me. I want you to email me if you have to. Ride the wave golf at Gmail. If you have to do that, do it. I need some ideas. I want your help. I want to do this. I want to take this thing to to the moon. Um, It's the official 19th hole. It is. If you wanted me to just post some videos of me shotgunning beers, I'll do that too. But until next time, guys, thank you very much for listening. And this is a much more laid back podcast. This is one where we don't have a lot to cover. So you just hear my voice, this beautiful voice, just rambling about multiple things. But Patrick Cantley is a lock. The golf handicap system, I'm a little I'm a little suspicious now that we've started this podcast out there coming for me. And what do you guys want to see? 
What do you guys want to see? What do you guys want to hear? What do you guys want to read? What blogs do you want to see? Let me know. Thank you guys for listening. You guys are the best.